Welcome back to another fun-filled episode of Black Opinions Matter. Motherfucker, my name's Amin L. Hassan. I'm joined, as always, by Big Derv, Black Trey, Rob Lopez on the production. We've got a, a, a little bit of a loaded show today, a lot of five mini topics rather than three or uh, two or three long topics, uh, but it's fun, man. I love the variety. I think you'll love it, too. We give a shout out to a legend and Pharrell Williams. It's his birthday today as we're recording, so we just wanted to quick walk through kind of his impact on us, on the music game. We also, of course, we recap Snowfall, the latest episode. Now they're gangbanging in the hood. We see Crips. We're going to talk about that. Speaking of Crips, MC8 has a podcast with the man known as Mob James. Uh, they tell a bunch of hood-ass stories, and we go through a couple of those. Um, and the versus battle between the Isley brothers and Earth, Wind, and Fire. It was four hours long. Our recap is not that long, and we don't talk as much as Steve Harvey did, so you definitely want to take that out. But we want to start with uh, some somber news because DMX, as the time of this recording, is hospitalized, and uh, we just want to kind of touch on that. So let's get the show started. Also, real quick, patreon.com slash count the dings. If you are a Patreon, thank you so much for your support. If you're not a Patreon, go ahead and join. Trust me, it's worth it. You get all the bonus content, like the overflow episode that I promised you last week. that didn't come out to this week. My bad. That's my fault. But anyway, it's here now, so go give it a listen. The extra Cinephobe episodes, the special edition Cinephobe uh, episodes, I'm going to tell you all right now. Trey, do you want in on this? The special edition one for this this month for April is going to be 420. I'm not yeah. going to tell you what the movie is, but it's a 420 movie. Yes. So, yes. All right, so Trey's going to be our special guest for that. And, of course, all the other extra exclusive so check it out patreon.com slash count the dings make sure you are a member um also stereo stereo is the app where we do our live shows download it uh follow us at darth Amin, at trayvon at everybody else follow us when we do our live shows you'll get a notification so make sure you are tapped in Squeaky doors, clogs, sinks, finicky engines. When things break around the house, you take care of it. However, when something's off in the bedroom, you just try not to think about it. Come on, man. What are you waiting for? That's a problem that needs to be fixed, so take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash B-O-M now. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. And if medication is appropriate, it ships you free with two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward and discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com B-O-M and complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving your home. Complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash B-O-M right now and you'll get $15 off your first month. It's really time to take care of your ED. Remember, get started today. You'll save $15 on your first order of ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com slash B-O-M. DMX is in the hospital after an overdose. They got vigils going on outside of his hospital. I've seen like a bunch of uh, kind of motorcycle people, rough riders stuff. They're all outside the, the hospital. Now I see Swiss Beats is going to do like a vigil. I don't know. What's happening? Man? Like a prayer for DMX. That's Oh, that's happening today, right? As we're recording. Oh, that's great. Thanks for saying that, Drew. Yeah, it's a visual. Trey, Trey, Trey could have been there. Man. It'll pull it up, man. But it's still a, it's still a panini. Um, I'm a believer in power of prayer. You know, as a Christian, the the, the, the Christian on the panel. Um, oh my bad, Jerv, you are too. My bad. No, no, don't do that, brother. I thought you was an atheist, man. I don't know. Bro. Oh what? no, come on, brother. I believe in my I'll Lord and Savior. I just messing with him, bro. It's cool, bro. Um, but no, really. Yeah, 
Jerry, what if you went to hell, man? Like, like you know, years from I mean, now, you're just I'd be you're mad judging, as shit. Your judgment day, and then God be like, "Yo, I heard Trey said that you, you were atheist, but you don't believe in me." Oh man, I would. I Bruh. hope I don't ever be the, the guy that that be that be the first time in my life I ever ratted on somebody. I'd hey, rattle you like shit too, hey, Trey. Be like, "Yo, that nigga don't know what he's talking about." Hey, you know, you know how the, you know how the nigga did to me where he pointed at him. This yeah. nigga didn't believe in you. <laughs> This nigga really didn't believe in you. Nah, happy resurrection day yesterday. Um, but like, nah, that 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 really took the wind out of my day. Um, hearing about DMX. Um, but it all goes back to what us watching the you know the documentary and just kind of finding out that, you know, obviously this wasn't a choice. This was actually he was tricked into this shit, and he's been battling demons for so fucking long. You know what I'm saying? Um, and you know. It's it's a disease that I know too well. You know, what I mean, my even my own mom dealt with, you know, addiction and stuff like that. And, you know, praise God that, you know, she's been able to um, you know, beat it and and be able to be sober for 20 plus years. But everybody else isn't that fortunate. And, you know, obviously we finally got some eyes on X and X looked happy, he was dancing, and you know, we got to see him in versus and things of that nature. And now to get this news that he's in a, you know, um, allegedly a veg- vegetation state, but then also a coma. And we get so many different um, statements that we don't even know, but he's also so important to us that we don't even want to believe anything that could right. be in a negative state. So obviously, as you mentioned earlier about the the visual, you know, and, and, and air the prayer war- warriors around the world praying for him. And, and, you know, it's P I seen people that's like, I'm not even religious and I'm praying, you know what I'm saying? Just cause Bro. He's important, man. It's wild, man. You know, I was thinking about this today. I'm glad we did the versus when we did it so that he could see how much people loved loved him. Right. Yeah. And how much, you know, the rest of the, you know, the industry loved him. Right. Because you got all those great stories from Snoop. And then obviously you had all those people, you know, checking in, tapping in via the comments in the middle of it, I'm, you know, I know that nigga didn't read the comments, but I'm sure his people probably let him know. Hey, yeah. it's the deal, man. Like this, so-and-so said this and such and such chimed in or whatever. So, you know, that was one of those rare times where you get to feel the love and the appreciation for wh- what you've done. And then obviously that Rough Riders Chronicles thing came out too. So it's like a little bit of a, reminiscing there i'm sure it spiked the the spins on spotify for them man like i i kind of i'm i won't lie i'm a little i'm in disbelief i'm just kind of like nah he's gonna pull out of this yeah exactly exactly because even when they said that he was i guess it was uh something that came out say he was breathing on his own and things of that nature and then now obviously former manager coming out and saying some stuff it's just like nah man like life is fucking real bro and like obviously this is a real person. The people that you think are superhuman that normally bounce back to things, you know, are very human like us. Um, but, you know, I'm just continuing to pray for his family, man. I was like, my man got kids, you know, his, his ex-wife is still by his side to this day right now. She's the one who's like, obviously kind of being the, the, the leaf of letting everybody know, like, no, nah, that's, that's true. No, nah, that's false. That's, you know, this, that, and, you know, obviously, having to, you know, be by his side throughout jail and, you know, battling that stuff. So, um, yeah, man, you know, I, I hope that I don't even really know what to say. Cause I mean, it's, 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 I I don't want to be like the last time I felt like this was Lamar Odom, bro. I'm not gonna lie. And obviously he bounced back. So where the, where the, where the, the statements were close to this, you know what I'm saying? Where everybody's like, damn, yo, there's no hope. And then, you know, so I have that much faith that he will be okay. Um, I just hope that by the time this episode comes out, we don't have any, you know, first news. Yo, when, when I heard it, I was, I'm, I'm with you, Trey. Like I was, my first thought was like, nah, no way. You know what I mean? Like, nah, no way. We just seen dude, right? And then I, I, I've been... And I get it, but I've been extremely disappointed with how everyone just is so quick to just tweet out whatever it is and, and put it out there or whatever that they're hearing or whatever. I think in times like this, people should just be respectful. I get that everyone has a job. Everybody's trying to do what they got to do. But at the same time, I feel like 
you know, at this point, his wife, his ex-wife, excuse me, has, has basically taken point on a situation, right? Like everybody should just be respectful and just let, you know, let the news come from her. You know what I'm saying? And cause I, like I, yeah, I'm like, I just hope by the time this comes out, you know, everything's still all good. Uh, dude, dude was super. I'm glad he got his roses when he, when, when he got them. Um, you know, I, me personally, I don't know how about y'all, but like, I, I was low key, uh, hype or excited when, when I, you know, when Swiss started putting out the rumors that they were in the studio together, you know, not necessarily because I wanted to hear what he had to say, but more so, you know, just happy for dude that, you know, he's back to something, at least one thing that we all can agree that he loved at some point in time. So maybe that will help him stay on the right track. So definitely pulling for, pulling for the homie, uh, mad prayers and everything. All right, let's let's lighten up the mood a little bit. Let's talk about another one of these damn versus battles that swept the nation. Uh, even as some people were watching, like the women's college championship, it was funny looking at the timeline. Some people were like, "Oh my God, Stanford!" They're like, "Oh my God, in between the sheets." <laughs> it was just fun to see. Like, That's the, hilarious. The contrast. These cats went for four hours, bro. Yeah, four. and they could have went. Risley, eighty-two years old, bro. Yeah, out there, let's, out there let's, just doing all, his thing. Let me just say right now, I said this on Levitar show. Every woman between the ages of twenty-five and like thirty-five that I follow was all—I mean, all of them were all about this Ronald Isley life. They were like, "Huh?" I—I I could tell from the Instagram and the tweets they were all reconsidering how old is too old because they was with it. They was with it uh, with Mr. Biggs, I guess, even though he's probably like four foot nine or whatever, he's 82 years old. These women, they, they sent the swag, man. And they, and they responded to it. I was kind of surprised by that. I was wondering what my man from earth, when the fire must have felt. Wait, are, they, you, I, are you, are you really yeah. that surprised? He's not, he not, he really he not that jiggy though. He wasn't that jiggy on the eye. My man from EWF. My man with the he, nah, he, he you talking about uh, you talking yeah. about yeah nah, he ain't that genius, nah. That's a, that's a that's a different that was he a wore, different level. Let me no, let me we gonna right we now. gonna we gonna talk about that on the show too about two different let, two two di- being the same age but but yeah. looking two different ways. Oh my god! I mean, it's I know just, which way I'm not trying to look. <laughs> I feel you. No, I feel you. Um, let's highlight on there, but it, like you mentioned. You know, he was, he would, you know, obviously the shared rooms and these, these different blog sites tag and, and give the, the hilarious title of the, you know, Zaddy or Granddaddy mm-hmm. yeah. and put Mad Wise at the end. And, you know, obviously trying to say, you know, would you, you know, obviously spin off and get the story. But I really wanted to highlight and talk about the music, bro. I want to talk about how it wasn't even close for one, which you mentioned uh, before. And then let's. And by talk the way, about, wait, wait, they did, wait, they wait. did, they did a lot better than I thought. Yeah, they, but, but that's what I'm saying. They, they y'all know y'all don't think that joint was close? No, no. Wow, no. But wow. I wanted to highlight how, how like the Isley Brothers pioneered music, right? And how four generations have sampled their music to create hits that we love today. And I want to go through these lists, bro, of all the artists. I have them here because I have a playlist that I'll just be making right. shit too. Um, of the artists that have been sampled. the I mean, mm-hmm. of uh, the Isaac That's, Brothers samples, right? So we have right. Big Papa by Biggie. Right. Are you we going, have, are you going, this is off of In Between the Sheets or all the, all of oh, this? Here we go. <laughs> here because we go. In Between, no, because I'm going to tell you why, because artistic. Between the Sheets, yeah. To, to did his little mix and he said like 140 songs have sampled wow. in between the sheets, which is in fucking sane, right? But like, listen, ignorant right. shit, Jay and Beanie, yeah, Summer yep. with Miami, Jim Jones, Funkified, yeah. Debrat, the most beautiful yeah. thing in the world, Keith Murray. This is all in between. These are all class. Yeah, yeah, these yeah. are all like all mega of, hits off of one song, off of one sample. It was a Keep good going. day, Ice Cube. Jeez. I, that one was that one. Wait, that one's not in between the sheets. What's that one? Uh, that's yes. uh, what's that? yeah, yeah, yeah. I by Kendrick Lamar. That's the I love myself, but yeah. you know, that oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Royal Flush, Big Boy, Andre, 3000, Raekwon. Yep. Tupac, Bury Me a G. Yep. The INC Ride by Master Ace Incorporated. Mm. One Day by UGK. Mm-hmm. So Far to Go by Common and D'Angelo. Mm. Hip Hop Hooray, Naughty by Nature. The Crossroads, Bone Thugs and Harmony. What? Wait. Wait, this is all this is all stole from in the oh sheets. No, yeah. not in the sheets. No, no, just I just decided. Yeah, yeah. Damn. But like, yo, all these are all these are hits too. Like, this isn't yeah, like yeah. somebody With, just sampled and they had a dud. Without a doubt by Black Sheep. Daily Routine by Joey Badass. A week ago by Too Short and Jay-Z. Mm. Yes, mm. yes, y'all by Will Smith and Camp Lowe. Hello by Erica Badu. Mm. Receipt by Lil Wayne. Mm. 25 to Life by D Nice. What's Beef by Notorious B.I.G. Mm. Wait, 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 wait. Damn. Life Under the Scope, Currency. Them Changes, Thundercat. Tell Me Something Good, DJ Screw and UGK. Shake Your Thing, Salt and Pepper. B Boy. What is that? Bulla Boys? Bulla Bays by BC Boys? I don't even know how to say that. <laughs> That's somebody uh, white. Yeah. Uh, public Enemy, shut them down. Aaliyah, at your best. You are love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Audio 2, questions. Bone Thugs and Harmony, Harmony, Buddha Lovers, and 3 Six Mafia, Ghetto Chick. Hmm. Hey man, they, like they, that's crazy. Their music. Here's the thing about them: it's not just that the music got sampled that much, Trey, but they're one of the rare musical acts. Like, first of all, I was shocked to find out how many people didn't know that "Shout" was a Isley Brothers song. I'm like, where I'm y'all been? How did you not know, know that? that? Uh, because I never really paid it. It's first of all. That that's like '59, right? To me, they sound completely different, right? I don't. That, well, that's that's a. That's the and point I was going with. I've ever, yeah, everything I've ever heard shout, it's always been like the temptations and all that shit. So honestly, truthfully, I just I, I knew it was so, it had to come from somewhere. I just never really thought where it would come from. Cause it's like, yo, it's just a song that everybody that's dope this black yeah, sings. You yeah. sing that song at one point, yeah. But here's the wild part. So that show, that song came out in the 50s, right? And it's a very 50s sounding ass sound, right? You know you make me wanna shout. Everybody, man, about like it sounds like a fifty song, right? But these niggas have basically put out music consistently. 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s. And you know what I said? What name another artist that has consistently put out music that didn't sound like they were doing the same old shit that they got hot off off of they evolve with music over time to the point where it's like it's people our age and it's grandmamas that were watching that versus yesterday and singing along all these songs so i'm trying to think the only motherfuckers i could think of who have that was michael jackson but then he died so and it's not like he was putting out hot shit when he died, right? The last, last. You mean like, just the, me? You mean comparable, or you just saying like? Yeah, in same, terms of okay. in, in terms of in, in terms of like Michael Jackson was putting out song like with the Jackson Five, and then solo, and in every decade up until up the until one he died. he died, right? The last the, the two thousands, I guess he did put out Invincible in the two thousands, and then he died in two thousand nine. So, but I can't think of anyone else who's who's their sound is evolving with. The sensibilities of everybody. Prime. What other artists is there? How long? Right? When did Prince come out? Prince came out in the eighties. Damn. Because I was thinking about Prince and I thought about Madonna, but both of them came out in the eighties. So they they did eighties, nineties. Jackson Five was the seventies. Right, like, oh. I mean, Jackson Five was before. I mean, Michael Jackson. When was Michael Jackson's first song? Like, it must. It might have been in the fifties, man. No, it's definitely it's definitely not the fifties. 
No way. Exactly. It, it, 60s. I, okay, I, yeah, you're, that's right. The 60s. 60s. Yeah. you're right. 60s. He's born in 58. My, that's my fault. I was I was getting gas. But 60s. I mean, he, said he, well, he was five, right? Like he was like yeah. five or something. On the first that's what I'm saying. So you, you weren't so that six, far off. 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s. did five decades where he was putting out bangers that sounded like the music of the time. Not like, you know what I'm saying? Now, yeah. some people might say Jay-Z. I don't feel like he, I mean, I don't know. Nah. Because, I mean, you figure like nine, but even, even no matter what your perspective is on the, 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 the shit he puts out, it's it's only the 90s, 2000s, 2010s, and we just entered 2020s. Yeah. He hasn't pushed it out. Right, right. So that's only 30 oh. years. I mean, that's still crazy, though. Yeah, man. It's pretty insane. It's Respect insane. to the OGs, man, hanging in there. You know, I'm nah, man. laying well, the let's blueprint get some- down. Let us give some love for Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, yeah, look. for sure. Except I, I'm confused why y'all it, said it's a it watch. Closed, like, they closed it off. No, it was a watch. It was a watch. It's still a watch, bro. A watch. Don't, let's, let's not nah, do that. No, 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 no. I, I, I definitely believe the Isleys had the better moment. Hell, Isley Brothers didn't get up one time to sing with them on their shit. It was, you know, yeah. they them singing on their joint. So I, I get that. But I was actually, I thought the Isley Brothers were going to watch them. I was actually shocked at how... Many like bang, like yo, not the, how many bangers they had. I think the Isley's catalog being so crazy, you know. What I mean, it's hard picking, even though they went like thirty. I mean, songs. Friend, what are got bangers, bro? September. That's Let's what I'm move. saying. That's the way of the world. Boogie Wonderland, Shining Star, Fantasy. After the love is gone, sing a song. And they was dancing. The reasons, gotta, the reasons, the bro. Reasons. Can't hide love. Get away. In the stone, mighty, mighty. Uh, serpentine fire. Keep your head to the sky, devotion. Saturday night, I'll write a song for you. You need devotion, bro. They got, they got all the fucking. They got some sampled ass songs too, by the way. Yeah, cookout bangers. They got cookout bangers. And Izzy's just got bangers for everything. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I get it. They didn't get washed though. It was a nice little fight. I I feel bad that Ronald Isaac, like yo, one of his most iconic characters, Mister Big, is kind of. Semi, kind of, sort of, like canceled, right? Yo, they actually performed that shit, bro, from he the ball. Performed like, it, bro. Dude. Which one? I well, did, which which song did they do? I didn't see the whole thing. I wasn't there. Y'all for four contagious. Hours. Oh, contagious! Me, yeah, give me all you got. He's, yo, he said, "Yo, I'm, I gotta do what I gotta do, but I'm gonna be respectful. I know, I know what y'all don't want to hear. We're not even gonna have that part come up. We're gonna cut it off as soon as. What the oh, hell real? is going on? Yeah." Well, so, no, was it that one? Did he do whole contagious and cut another all, song off? Ball dude two. had my man Ron Isley in the Paul Pierce jersey in the meat. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, by the way, I don't know if y'all saw. I don't know if y'all saw. You know, uh, Afion Crockett and Spice oh, Adams. Hilarious. After, after every every versus, they do like a post game. Godfrey had to see Harvey though. So they dress up, yeah. So they dress up. They oh, they do it for every verses. Every verses, they'll do it immediately after it's over the post show. They'll do their own post show where each one will dress up like one of the people who's in the verses. And I'm surprised every time, like, yo, they kind of look like them niggas. But I was thinking, like, when I was watching the, I was like, there's no way they can do this one. And lo and behold, not only did these niggas dress up exa- like fucking Spice had the mink on and the fucking hat and the glasses. And he painted his face silver. And then so Atheon had the fucking wig and a guitar. And then to top it all, they added Godfrey. Godfrey had the, the hat and a purple shirt. Just like, I'm like, did these niggas get like a look at what they were going to be wearing tonight? How did they, how they scrounge the material that quick? But you know, Godfrey, man, he's he been doing that uh, Steve Harvey impression. He sounds so just like that nigga too. What? I'm from Cleveland. Yo, the my, the funniest shit was because this shit really happened when Steve Harvey was like starting. By the way, Steve Harvey would not shut the fuck up. This nigga felt the need shut to tell a story up. for yo, every song. He the he the versus Chris Webber, bro. But yo, when, when he started the show, he was like, "All right, DJ Nice, go ahead." You know them them niggas, Godfrey and them. They fucking work that one into the ground. They just keep, saying, "Hey, DJ Nice." And my funniest shit is like when you watch the actual verses, DJ Nice, like, like after they're done talking, he about to start saying, 
Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the Versus. It's me, DJ D-Nice. And they emphasize it so hard. Like, you know, when you're trying to be respectful that somebody fucked your name up, but you also want to let people know he fucked yeah. my name up. Oh, my God. Yo, that, this shit was funny, man. Uh, where does this rank for you guys in terms of Versus's? I only caught a little bit of it, but I heard from what I've read, um, audio, visual was yeah. elite. And that Triller, since they're making the switch, since they made the switch to Triller, Triller has it down packed and that they need to do maybe some of the artists that were early on on the IG platform. Oh, redo it? To redo them. Because I would love to see the dream or, you know, certain certain people. I need the dream to go against somebody actually solid, though. I can't I can't just be you, seeing you know, them out here smoking people. You know who they're going to bring back. They, 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 they're going to bring anybody back. They got to bring back Teddy and... Uh, and babyface. No, N- Nelly and Luda is the one I was thinking about. Where N- Nelly talked about okay. it's a storm. That's why my Wi Fi is bad. I'm like, Nelly also played oh, B side yeah. tracks. That nigga, and nobody that nobody n- want to hear that yeah, shit. Well, I mean, that's that's the other thing. Like, I hope this nigga learned his lesson, come back and actually play the shit that people want to hear. Yeah. yeah I, either way, Twitter's gonna have a, a field day with it because if he if he changes it up. Everybody's gonna call it how ass the shit was before, and if he doesn't change it up, some niggas never learn. Now nah, you got you got to switch it up, man. And if they hate, then let them hate. Watch the money pile up. And watch the money pile up. <laughs> Yo, uh, the other person who's like a star of these things is uh, is Tony Baker, man. This dude. Oh, in the in comments. The, he, in the comments. In the comments, he said Steve Harvey having the time of his I hate rap life right now. What else did he say? He said, stop smoking in these men's faces. <laughs> he me, yo, he was just roasting Steve Harvey. <laughs> he said, I want to web sling that cigar right out of his hand. Steve said, worldwide, globally. That's like me staying in the house domestically. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the R&B singer that will not be named that gave Ron Isley a musical resurrection. Oh, that's a shame. And then finally, I keep score on every versus. I don't care if it's Jesus and Muhammad. I'm keeping score. Uh, Mr. Big's gonna take Steve to the desert to shatter his knees. Man, <laughs> I can, I now. I don't know what song was being played at this moment, but he said, "I can taste the segregation in this classic." I was bald when this versus started. Now I got the George Jefferson cul-de-sac going. Sick. Shout out to Tony, man. Oh, that shit was four hours. Four long. hours long, man. Four hours. Four hours, like bro. They cut them niggas off. They pulled the yo, plug, nigga. Yo, they did like this joint. They did a whole halftime show. They talking about 10 minutes. That joint was like 20, 25 minutes, maybe even 30 minutes long or whatever. Well, it felt like 30. Like it was that was way too much. I I I yeah, no, I can't. I couldn't do that. I, I, I can't do that again, please. <laughs> yeah, no, like four hours. I mean, I get it. They've got two. amazing catalogs, but like we can't do no four hour show. Yeah, but, no. you know, four hours, two and a half hours with Steve Harvey talking. That shit's a black church, dog. <laughs> Shout out to Swiss. Shout out to Swiss for, for making the back call down there doing that little break and, have, and telling Steve, shut the fuck up. Somebody oh, had to he? say something. I mean, he posted, I saw someone post a tweet. I have no idea if he did, but he posted a tweet saying, someone posted a tweet saying like his, like, you know, his comment, it was from, yeah. it said something like, uh, uh, had had to make a call or something like that. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? During the intermission. I don't know, that shit probably fake, but somebody called down there. Somebody called down there. Nigga, uh, like somebody had to. Talking, bro, I'm like, I, talking I don't care talk, bro. And just talk. lying. And just lying, like, like, don't get me wrong. I, we all, there's all like songs that come on, and we all just go like, damn, I remember. But yo, if I played, if I played thirty three songs, you try to tell me for the first twenty two, every song I play, it, I you just got a crazy memory? story, nah, a crazy on. memory connected with it. Like, come <laughs> on, bro. Hey man, I, I have thirty three memories from listen, my youth. But <laughs> I, but I also think about all right. In this situation, right, it's probably an ideal dream situation for him. He's hosted so many times. Uh, but to be in front of an iconic band that he grew up listening, what verses would you like to host if you had the Ooh. chance to host? What hmm. verses would I like to host? 
I would say Jay-Z versus Nas. I like that. Because I lived it, man. I remember going through that. Like, I remember, like, both of those guys coming up. Um, either that or I really still want to do the three six versus uh cash money. Was it cash money or no limit? We're talking about, I think it was cash money, cash money, yeah, man. I really want to do that one because that one that one could be fun. I I have a feeling that one will be fun, yeah. Jerv, how about you? So, Hove Nas was definitely on my list, but. Um, I, I, I definitely, if so with that being taken, I, I could really go for Beans Kiss, like a Beans Kiss uh, one, because mm. like you just said, like I, I lived it, you know what I mean, and I, I would well, just you, love you biased, bro. You can't, we can't. Nah, I, I, bro, like I, I would be more. I kiss, kiss won that battle. I like, I, 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 I die on the hill on that, John. I'm in barbershops during the heat of battle, arguing that she kiss. I don't believe. John. I don't believe you would say that if you were in person. Oh no, like, there's no reason to. Like, I'm being what? respectful. No, like there's no reason. Like I'm I'm not gonna be there oh, to be biased. Speaking of which, wait, uh well, Trey, real quick, what would yours be? Probably DJ Quick MC8. Okay, so I'm glad there you go. I was gonna transition and then you said it right there. All right. Um did y'all watch that video I posted? I missed it, but I know the okay, story so, a Okay, bit. so 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 for those that don't know. Uh, the man who was formerly known as Mob James, uh, who was the muscle at death row, uh, is got a podcast now. He's a super OG, triple OG, and his podcast is with MC8, and it's put out by Charlemagne. <laughs> Charlemagne's podcast network, The Black Effect. And so I stumbled upon this episode where they were talking about a lot of different things. But one of the things they talked about was this idea of like rap beef, right? And how much of that is actually kind of permeates the rest of it. And Mob James is talking about how, like, cause the the third dude uh, whose, whose name escapes me, I don't know who the third dude is, but he was talking about like, we never felt, it's kind of like what Trey said. We never felt like we couldn't listen to music. Y'all beefing, like, I'm just here to, for the, whatever the good music is. So they never stopped listening to, to different music. But Mob James was like, I had to stop because, like, that shit rises to a different level for them because uh, eight is gripping and quick is, is blood affiliated. And so when this thing is happening, it's not just a rap beef. It turns it's into a, a neighborhood. It's a game beef. It's a neighborhood beef. And uh, it, it was, I knew that they had beef because I remember if it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. But I never, like, I didn't know no details. So, Trey, could you walk me through the details of that 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 beef? Yeah, I mean, Compton is just Compton, bro. Like, you, you got the gang stuff. You got guys just saying who's who, who's really that and who's not, and that was actually a thing back then. You know what I'm saying? Because eight had went on, you know, went on and did all this other stuff as far as like movies, and he had his career, and it's like, who's really a gangster and who's not? Mm. And Quick's like, but nigga, I'm from Treetop, and I'm really a blood, mm -hmm. and I'm really yeah. doing this, that, and the third. You know what I'm saying? But what are you doing? So, and you know, obviously when he dropped the diss, shit is still one of the rudest diss outside of you know, uh, no Vaseline, but he's like, yo, I just want to go through the lyrics of this dog because he said that he pretty much wasn't a G cause, uh, you know, uh, no, you spell your name with MC, you spell your, you spell your name yeah. eight without, cause a G ain't in you. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? The beef in general just is always, just always based on the streets and never about the music because they're from two different parts, both West side Compton, but eight being over there, you know, being on that side and then quick being on the blood side, you got the homies hyping you up. You know what I'm saying? Cause it was for a time, like niggas was debating if they even wanted to accept Snoop Dogg and Compton. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. Right, right. Cause it's like not predominantly Crips, bro. Yeah. Imagine a blood uh, knee over there. Like, 
Okay, what that nigga say? That's like, right, right. I mean, obviously frats don't gangbang, but y'all have y'all have a liking to who y'all are. You know what I'm saying? You're not gonna just be slapping some cues music, bro, and be like, nah. my nigga, Atomic dog. You know what I'm saying? Nigga's gonna be looking like Jerk, what you own, bro? You feel me? Yeah. So, um, you know, the beef actually uh, started when uh, DJ Quick dropped the red tape, and it was an underground mixtape, and pretty much after that. Uh, it was a battle between um, like uh, the the record labels actually, you know what I'm saying? And MC8 pretty much uh, his record label CMW, which was Compton Most Wanted, uh, responded with Duck Sick. So it was like a sh- exchange of of words, and uh, and it was in you know he he sampled uh MP- EPMD's Jane, and then pretty much he came back with Death Wish. So his boys was hyping him up, you know what I'm saying? So when Quick came back, you know, uh, and all that other stuff, it, it, it started with the feud and then they just kind of went back in the situation. Uh, but it was good for hip hop and their sales, but Quick wasn't on that. He took it too serious. He like, bro, right. like if I see you, I'm gonna beat your ass. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and eight like, nigga, this shit is good for both of us. We, I'm selling records, you selling records, I'm doing movies, nigga, you producing shit, but you really want to, you know, you really want to fight me. And, you know what I'm saying? Quick was still on that fuck them shit, but like, now they've been able to obviously put it behind them, they're fucking 50-something years old, but yeah, it's a lot. Mob James was talking about, like, I didn't even, even, even listen to rap, but, like, I would drive through certain neighborhoods and be bumping quick just to let people know, like know the deal or whatever, that, that they, was, they were repping a set or whatever. The other thing they talked about was, or maybe I read up on it. No, they talked about it. They talked about it, how, like what went wrong at death row. Mm. And they said, and, and I was surprised about this. He said, cause Suge, Suge basically fucked up. Cause when he started, he said he brought us in to be the the muscle or whatever. Yep. But he was kind of a low key dude. He said, if you even think about his early appearances, then they would be wearing like a a green sweatsuit or whatever. Like Mm -hmm. he wasn't. And he said, I can't remember what incident it was, but them dudes, they got in a fight basically. And they beat somebody ass or whatever. And he didn't like, he, didn't get up, but didn't actually get up. But he kind of felt himself. He felt the power or whatever. He said, after that, that nigga started wearing red suits and shit like that. We were like, yo, man, like you're supposed to be keep it low. This dude yeah. is out here, you know, putting promoting it or whatever. And then the final thing he said, it was like, because someone asked, like, did it happen when Pac got there? He said, no, it had already started. He'd already started to lose his way. Um when before Pac got there, but Pac getting there was just like the nail in the coffin. Yeah, if you look at it, like a lot of people don't know, Suge was a, basically a star at Linwood High football, got a chance to play at UNLV, even made it to the camp team with right. the Rams. And after that, you know what I'm saying? He always was a big dude, but like never really getting into the funk. But he lived in the mob. His mama lived in the mob, you know what I'm saying? And when you right. got homies that you went to school with and you connected with, you know, you got that people love you and you they fucking with you. So when he started death row and obviously, like he said, with my, you know, bringing bringing everybody over. It's just the power and knowing what he really can do with it. You know what I'm saying? Because right. obviously niggas wasn't bang. It's called banging on wax. Right. When you right. rap and bang. Right. It wasn't a right. thing. You know what I'm saying? Like some gangbangers actually was. I, I think I, I don't know who I played it for, whether it was you or Jerv Pyru Love. But banging on wax was actually blood gangs in Compton and crib gangs in Compton. And they made a compilation CD. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. 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 And all those dudes died, bro. The, they cover, was living. the cover, the cover was them holding the, the yep. shit together, the two rags. So, yeah. but they were trying to live two lives, bro. They're like, okay, red and blue make green. That's how we got off this right. crayon shit. And it lasted a blink because money. Yeah. Money, bro. Like, nah, you can't diss me. And you got homies that don't rap, like, oh, you gonna let him say that about us? Right, right, right. You right. know what I'm saying? So it was like the situation. So even you think about the other guys that weren't really active like that, like Quick and Eight, 
but they could rap really good. They were represented for their neighborhoods and right. for the, the actual set. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. And, and we're going to talk about that, obviously, in Snowfall, because I got it's going I feel like Snowfall is preparing us for what really happened in real life in the 90s when it right. gets into the 90s. So, you know, I, I'm going to I'm going to save that transition. But yeah, nah, they 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 really were the two pivotal guys. And which I mentioned about in the Biggie doc or, you know, in the Biggie situation was that Quick would get blamed for so much shit because he was the only active blood before game. You know what I'm saying? Right, like we didn't right. have, think about what game is doing. He would, he would have been dead, bro. He would have been dead. Cause that, cause that, that ain't. Well, you, oh, you can't. so that's the story he told. Oh my God. So he tells the story. This is so Wait, James. James tells that, the story. He's that he's games, games like super duper. Oh, never mind. Go ahead. I I'm mean, sorry. yeah, because think about it, bro. When certified gangsters came out and Jim Jones and all these them niggas wouldn't have been coming to Compton, bro. It, it, it wasn't even that type of time, bro. It wasn't even that welcoming. You can't. Bro, I'm going to tell you right now. James was talking about like it was him and a couple of the homies and they were in a limo and DOC was, I guess he was drunk or whatever, got in the limo, got in the driver's seat, pushed that shit to 90 miles an hour or whatever down an alley. And he said, one of the homies basically just took out the gun and was about to shoot this thing in the back of the head. And Jay's like, no, 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 no. We got to stop him or whatever. And so... They stop eventually. They got him out. They slapped him up, DOC, and basically told, like, uh, sure, get your motherfuckers in line. Like, it, it was, but he's like, but like, he's like, he, he, he had to, James had to be the one to explain to everybody else, like, that nigga's the money, so don't fuck it up or whatever. But at the same time, he's like, that's what Shook should have been doing, but Shook had no control. Like, he just wanted that chaos. And they said the final straw was Pac and so they didn't have a problem with Pac until he started claiming the set and claiming the neighborhood and, and talking sh shit and was like yo 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 this is a real shit for us here man you can't just pop up and claim it out the blue so um it was it was a real interesting conversation I thought you know and oh and one one thing they talked about was why boys in uh Menace Society they didn't have no gangs in it and uh and MC8 was talking about like, yeah, man, like they knew that was a conscious decision because they knew if they made it on some gang shit. Like the movie would, like the movie would just erupt in violence. Like no yeah, one would no, be able it would to watch. It would inspire. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, not even, not even inspire. Like the, the shits wouldn't even like this. That movie wouldn't last in theaters. No, it wouldn't. It wouldn't because <laughs> even, I don't know if you ever knew about Magic Johnson theaters, right? And Magic Johnson bought this like, he, that was probably one of his first business ventures. And nigga used to be like, yo, they had security kicking niggas out if you sagged. If you sagged, wow. like, no. Yeah, that's crazy. Because that's, that was all the, you know, how Scottsdale where niggas like, no Jordans, yeah. Yeah. no sagging because that nigga's ready to fuck some shit up. Or right. it's a nigga in the parking lot waiting, it's a nigga across the street. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, they don't even make businesses no more. If you see a business with a, um, a, a, a ordering window with the which are back facing the, the, the streets. Those are yeah. no longer the thing, bro. They was getting killed, bro. Because you see in all right. the movies, niggas creeping up. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. And you know what I'm saying? The movies also created a uh, turning the lights off drive by on the, on the car. It was walk-ups nigga. Niggas is doing walk-ups dog. They didn't do that. Once they seen that in the movie, then they start doing it. Really? Yes, they created that. Niggas oh, wasn't shit. that clever to be like, turn the lights off. Niggas wasn't that clever. That's strategic as that's strategic as fuck. Like niggas wasn't yeah. thinking like that. It's just like, all right, I'm gonna put my hood on, I'm gonna right. you know, put my bandana over my heat and and get on and run. Nigga ain't thinking about all right, let's go get a, a bucket, get in the car, hang out the window, <laughs> and you know, it don't, it don't work like that. But yeah, they created that shit and made it a thing. So, but it, it helped because it saved my life. Cause I look at it like Hey, y'all see that car? Yeah. <laughs> now, because I know, bro, because it created right. that reality for us now. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like that, but it was it was going up. Cause, you know, um, when we when we get in the snowfall, though, I want to talk about yeah, well, uh, when, when Leon went to the projects and he let's had get to it bring to now. Yeah, nigga. let's get it to now. He had to go see Fatback's cousin, who's I guess King Crip or whatever. <laughs> what's my what's my man name? Yeah, I, I don't know his hood name, but he was buff. I, I laughed so hard when 
they like they said, all right, we'll take when Jerome squashed the beef, or whatever. So we even take a couple of your soldiers, and he said, you could have Einstein, <laughs> and they got glasses on. Yeah. I was fucking dying. Nigga said, what's such and such and by such and such? He was like, thirty nine millions. Like nigga, bro, that would have been me, bro. That would have been me. I would have been the nigga just crunching numbers, bro. Um, but that so, was a, so go ahead. Yeah, so so a couple just just uh before you, I know you're about to get into that. I just want to let people know what happened the last episode we got uh john baxter the dude at the at the shelter odin basically you got franklin and peaches are being followed uh you got leon is back in the hood and everybody's wearing blue now because it's it's uh, decrypting in the projects alton wants sissy to quit sissy and uh and franklin to quit but that ain't gonna happen uh there's they got a war a uh, bounty out on Le, uh, Leon's head and motherfuckers are out here killing the wrong people and uh, let's see what else oh Teddy's going crazy okay so we start with Leon in the hood going back to the projects going over to Fatback's cousin trying to make right give him break him off and, and the cousin wasn't trying to hear it yeah man he wasn't trying to hear it but then also like yeah, think about it. Like niggas was out there hitting pig iron all the time. And what we mean by pig iron, if you don't know, it's yeah, the old mean? school. It's the old school weights. So it's them penny weights, like oh. where you got them on the side. But niggas yeah. would have them in the yard or out. And you know, you go get locked up. You come home. It was about getting swole. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And that let pump fear in guy's heart or made it seem like you was just like the champion of the world. Like it's right. like to intimidate. Right. So right, right. when he actually, you know, homie hit with the Jerry curl that came with him, he said, damn man, old school nigga wanted to uh, squab on a squab. Yeah. <laughs> he said, so, and he said, it's only a few real ones left because they were transitioning into the violent period because mm-hmm. you could back in the day, you can go fade, you know, fight right. and still live and go back home. Well, that's that and, big you shit, right? That yeah, was big yeah, yeah. Like, 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 all right, I'm going to beat your ass, but I ain't going to kill you. Right. And, you know, or yeah, I just going to duke it out. I mean, you know, obviously in the New York movies, niggas be pulling out pocket knives and shit, you know, beat street shit. <laughs> and, you, and, and you get one casualty because a nigga just played dirty that way. Right, right. The guns wasn't there yet because niggas didn't have access to guns. You see, motherfucker tried to take Leon out with a motherfucking pistol starter. <laughs> motherfucker <laughs> handgun. You know what I'm saying? Um, but then also... Um, Saint's dad, you know, the crack, the crack yeah. epidemic, they start finding people, you know, obviously like, yo, the rock and heart, and they starting to right. break it down now. Like, yo, this is a whole nother beast. And the police is joking around, but he like, and we starting to find more of them. And that's how he went out. And, you know, Saint's dad's not, Alton's not like understanding it yet because he's never seen that type of high yet. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Cause other people are just kind of like, you zombied out, but you ain't been on that rock yet. Right. Right. right you know right. what I'm saying? Um, and then Leon, you know, obviously he goes, he sees um, Jerome, goes, gets Jerome. And Jerome obviously now finally is useful with his OG card because gangbanging right. really matters. Right. right. So uh, Jerome says gangbanging's uh, more than money and color. It's about community, which has always been. Right. The push of why gang started is protection. Right. It's like, you know, the white cops and da da da. And, you know, after the Panthers, this is what it was. Watts right. and moving on. And now he had that card of like, nigga, I'm your OG Crip and you're going to respect me. And he had that line to an extent. And it's right. like, I'm going to give you a pass because you with this OG nigga. Right, right, and, right. But again, you have to you have to look at it that way. So I was glad that Jerome obviously get to put his foot down and look positive in the situation. But it's, but it's also funny how like, because it like you it was he's like he said it wasn't about money. So in order to earn their trust, like the first thing they did is they got him a new washing machine. I don't know if y'all noticed that mm-hmm. they replaced the washing machine out there, and then Jerome was cooking up grilling up burgers and shit, and it's all just kind of like letting them know. Hey, we we just here because we looking out for y'all, basically. Yeah. Like I, I like that. Like that, we like, didn't they, forget about y'all. Right, like exactly, exactly. It. Because it ain't the over. It, like I said, it's not just the overhead. It's uh, it's every you know, it's you know, you take care of a lot of people. Fatback used to. Um, yeah, it's the community. It's the community effort. Yep. Um, Irene storyline shouldn't be there. 
I think it's a filler. It's whack. Irene. I, I mean, it's it, the, it's she's the, the writer, reporter. The reporter. The, the the reporter. But like, it's what I see where it's going, man. Like, because basically Alton fucked up, man. This How do y'all feel about him writing? So, no, I'm, I'm going to get there, bro. I'm glad when Alton got slopped, when he got slapped, bro, he turned into Shakespeare. That nigga started <laughs> and then Franklin, that probably was slapping Alton was the best thing Saint had done all season. That's the best move he yeah. made. Cause yeah. it was like, bro, you've been saying trying to trust the system and everything's gonna go this way. You got motherfucking uh Teddy going rogue. You got Leon falling turned apart. up. Teddy's falling apart, bro. Well, he kidnapped the tripping. bank, dude. At, kidnapped him talking about UKGB and shit like that. And my man was just like just scared. He didn't know what the fuck was going so, on. Which so which call which cause so which call obviously took the money, right? Who? Uh, Avi? You think Avi stole the money? I, I mean I, he had to, right? Like that uh, that's the reason he popped said, up at the end. Yo, he came with the with police. The I mean like Avi Avi didn't come like by him like on, on his own to stop it. He came with the police. Like to me, yeah. he to me, you stole the money. Yeah, like yo, yeah. you 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 the feds. I mean, I know I'm the feds, but like you the feds, you call the feds on me. But the only thing that makes me say no, Jerv, is that because the bank manager earlier said she knew who stole it and they caught him and they reversed the money. Like they, there's someone working in the bank. If it was Abby, I guess, I mean, if they're both in on it and he breaking her off. But yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I yeah. <laughs> hey, sleazeball. He is a sleazeball. <laughs> he look like, like, I mean, they, they type, he, they casted a perfect person. He, he's a sleazeball. He looks like a sleazeball. Yeah. He did it. I don't care what y'all say. He did it. He did it. Oh man. I just remembered when Franklin slapped his dad, he said, don't ever call me son again. I was like, I loved it. Cool. I loved it. I loved it. Cause I just like, yes, nigga about time, bro. Dish the fucking weak ass cane. Obviously you can't walk. I'd rather just gangster it out. <laughs> But you looking weak out here, nigga. You gotta establish your your strength. You know what I'm saying? He trying to have he trying to have best of both worlds, my nigga. He trying yeah. to have a happy family, and then a nigga out here got trying to run a drug be, empire. He trying to be James St. Patrick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, in the '80s, bro, out yeah. here. How, yo, how does Mister? How does Mister? Like the the government's this that, and the third. Like like how does he all of us? How does he all of a sudden just be like, yo, I'm about to just trust him. Ooh. Uh, pop. I mean, oh, I think they oh. just knew too much. And obviously, you know, him trying to see him trying to just be an overall good person. Don't not understanding that you can't trust it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Exactly. Like, he just well, went I mean, in. Well, He's just looking at it like, OK, if I if I could do this, my family will be spared. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to do right by my son. He already, because every time he'd be like, yo, son, just stay home and watch a movie. Hey, son, go ahead and do this. Hey, hey son, like hey, it's old time. Let's hey, just get some ice cream. And it's like, some, some, some really, he really do be having some condescending ass. Hey, I was thinking me and you could just go get some ice cream. And like, nigga, I am a grown ass man that can barely walk, bro. And you out here trying to keep me in the house. I'm going to do. And the only thing the nigga Frank can be like, love you, dad. All right, my nigga. Like, <laughs> and they think this is actually snitching is going to actually do right. But see, here's the thing. I don't think he's, so this is, I'm going to try and justify what we do. I don't agree with it all the whole time. I'm like, what are you doing? You dumb nigga. But um, this is, this is what I think he thinks he's doing because she brought it to him that it is CIA that's doing it. And he's got his Black Panther shit in his past where he's thinking to himself, like, the CIA is the ops. You can't, you can't be trusted, whatever. So he's thinking, I'm going to expose the CIA, but, like, protect my family. Like, he thinks that she's going to be cool, not going to name names on their side. Just point out, like, look, this is happening with the CIA. And then he's thinking, oh, and then we'll get away or whatever. But then the motherfuckers had to tell him, like, look, first of all, we're not going to no fucking Cuba looking over our shoulders, bro. Like, because, again, it's it's not like you're running away from another gang or the LAPD. It's the CI fucking A. Like, they go I everywhere. Mean, they ain't got no yeah. iPhone. They ain't got none they of They don't know their peoples. Yeah, man. They can be they anybody. Everywhere. They'll take anybody out. They're taking out heads of state. You don't think they can take out a fucking drug dealer from fucking... Uh, uh, yeah. um, 
South Either Central. They, like, they wouldn't even make it to Cuba. Like they wouldn't even no, make it. No, absolutely not. They yeah. packed their bags and, and by the time they walked to the car, it's a wrap. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> like th- that's how them sh- them niggas do. So like that's what makes him s- super naive. But I I see what I think he was going for. Um, I think he also thought like if I force their hand, they're gonna do it. Cause he'd been like the reality is it's not just about the CIA. The reality is like Trey said, he's seeing the uh, effects of the crack uh, epidemic on on the streets. He's seeing what his son's business is doing Boy, to the community. Yeah. And so he thought he could press them and they weren't getting pressed. So he's like, okay, well, I'm going to force a hand by putting a story out. So now they got to quit. And obviously he didn't think that like, you go get smacked the fuck up, pistol whipped out here. <laughs> the, Don't the, ever the, call the me story comes again. out? Yeah. Like, uh, does, she, does she die before the story comes out? Well, it's already the, the end of the episode. We already see the editors at the yeah, paper. Yeah, that shit about there. Oh, I, I thought they, I thought they were waiting on it. I didn't think they had it already. It looked like they were reading. Okay. It looked like everybody was reading through files and stuff. So unless someone sh- shuts it down within the paper, I I guess the, the, I mean, the internet's not to, out. You have to then. burn down the fucking new shit, bro, and damage some files or some shit. Who, let me ask y'all this. Who do y'all think was following Franklin and Peaches when they were on the way to the drop? Um, what you call it? Man Lights boy. boy. Man boy. It wasn't man boy specifically, but I think it was man boy's crew trying to, cause you know, he said, nigga, uh, you the only nigga with the plug. Remember they were having that argument? Right. He's right, like, right. oh yeah, but what if your plug don't such and such? So I think he's just right, trying right. to, you know, cause he said he was plotting, you know what I mean? He working on something. So I don't think obviously man boy is specifically trying to um follow up with this whole uh plan to avenge his niece's death right i think he's trying to get the plug and you know take over yeah speaking of the nieces avenging the nieces death, they put a bounty out on leon's head two dumbass hood rats fucking killed the wrong nigga just because he got an afro yo the nigga with the fro was just doofed out in the trunk yo man that's crazy nothing like the, and it's a five thousand dollar bounty, so they were like, "It's that ain't him. Get the fuck out of here!" And he's like, "She's like, yo, how about four grand? Like, we're not paying you for random niggas. Like, it's just crazy. Like, this bitch tried to barter her way. <laughs> she tried to barter her way into um into getting a, a bounty paid for the wrong nigga. Question: What happens first? Wanda relapsed to the crack, or?" Alton relapsed into the alcohol. Uh, that happy sobriety party. I uh, set my alarms off. That means that nigga's gonna get back to drinking soon. Well, I, I like how I like how they teased it a little bit where he was at the bar and he ordered a, a club soda. Reminded me of and my days when I was sober. And did niggas they charge was teasing you? me. Did they charge you for yes, that they, shit, Trent? Did they charge for club me? club no. soda? No, they didn't charge me. Because that nigga him. paid like $5 for fucking club soda. I'm like, club soda, you cheap bitch. Like, yeah. it's it's just coming out of a gun. Let that nigga live. Yeah, nah, I had, uh, I remember I was drinking club sodas like they was crazy. Because <laughs> I needed, I, that was my version of a mocktail just to have something in my hand. Not that I was alcoholic, but nigga, I was just yeah. out social and I needed that shit. So I was like, uh, let me have something. At least if niggas yeah. keep buying rounds, let me walk around with the club soda. I've done everything from club sodas to Coke to uh, uh, Red Bull, whatever it takes, just to feel like I'm feel alive. For just yeah, one. you gotta feel alive, man. You gotta Yo, feel alive, man. For real. Uh, I got a note here. Louis gonna kill Jerome, man. <laughs> that nigga keep playing, like she yeah, like nigga, you too reckless it, out at, here. At the party, what are they talking about? Like, oh, it's like oh, because Alton, they saying he, he, you know, he was. Uh, he kind of like was questioning the Bible when he was younger and like dissecting all that shit or whatever. And they're like, oh, and you know, Sissy was like, oh, I'm glad my parents never met him because they would have flipped out. And Louis said something like, oh, what would they think about me? Kind of like, ha ha ha, joking. This nigga Jerome took it too far, man. That nigga took it too far. Oh my God. I'm like, she gonna kill him, bro. <laughs> Louis she gonna already- kill him. Louis on edge already. Yeah. She on fucking edge. It's her fault, though. It is, but at the end of the day, you create a monster, you got to take out the monster. Yeah, that's real. 
You know what I'm saying? You can't be making them sly little remarks, Jerome. Yeah. I'll tell you, bro. You, you... <laughs> <laughs> uh, this has nothing to do with anything, but happy birthday to Pharrell Williams, bro. My man turned oh, 48. Damn. That yeah. should have been a topic. Yeah, man. It's been very Fa- instrumental to the uh to the rap game. Fa- favorite. Oh wow, I can't even say favorite. Pharrell produced song, Neptune. Song, <laughs> Pharrell actual song. What do we want to go with here? I don't know, bro. I, I don't even have a fave, bro, because I love them all. I'm so biased. Um, Is that your favorite producer? Yeah, he's like my favorite. Like outside of Jordan, he's my like my favorite idol, bro. Like, <laughs> like said, my for real. Person. <laughs> he can't. He's like, I was. He can't dress anymore like him and Fab no more. But, um. But what, just the, Pharrell, Pharrell dressing goofy too yeah, now. He dress, he dress, he's just he's embodied the Bro, dad for, shit. For Pharrell's always he's always been distinct in his uh in his attire though. Nah, but he was flashy, bro. He's pushed all after he met Nigo, he just put everything away. Like he don't even embrace the shit that he used to love anymore. Like, you know, he used to be gaudy, like you know, uh slick Rick, you know, when he had the chains on and you know, when he, you know, hello world and da-da-da-da, like. You know, the chains, the rocks, the radio. He don't talk like that no more. It's, it's obviously like he religious. You know, he a dad. His son, like 12. He got fucking quadruplets or whatever the fuck they are. You know what I'm saying? And his whole perspective, he wearing Crocs and shit like me. But my whole thing about, um, you know, he's just perspective. He ain't, you know, nigga removing his tattoos. You know, this nigga talking about peace. And that's fine. That's growth. But yeah, he just, I was about to say, yo, Trey sound like a real nigga right now. This nigga being nice and shit, like, well, no, <laughs> hey, please and thank you. Fuck out of here. How dare he? I'm not, I'm not sure how you're supposed to, you know, obviously he's a 48-year-old man, but um, respectively, he's done a lot and he's had his hands in a lot of things. He has, like, you know, he's into skincare and he's curating all this other shit. But, like, I miss the flashy P. The flat, like, that's, that's the one, that's the for real, I grew up on. You know what I'm saying? The skateboarding weird. But niggas. was he ever flashy? Like the nigga was yeah, always absolutely. Like, the nigga had a four, a fucking 24 karat. I mean, a 14 karat gold BlackBerry nigga. <laughs> the nigga come on, the nigga had that's a, pretty flashy. Uh, the nigga had a 14 gold, <laughs> a 14 karat gold, uh, iced out uh, Rubik's cube, nigga. Like the niggas, everything <laughs> he was doing was flashy. very gaudy and and like you know, like I all guess, back, bitch. I brought computers to the hood. Like I guess I, guess I was thinking about him as like. T-shirt and skinny jeans before that shit was. Yeah, I mean, because he always, he never been, like, he even in his drink champ shit, he was like, nigga, I've never been a tough guy. I know them. But, like, if some right. trouble call, I'm calling the police because, nigga, I'm not going to jail. <laughs> and I, I understand it, nigga. It's not, he's like, I'm not snitching, nigga. I'm aware. I'm aware. <laughs> like, I've never pursued this. And you got to, he's made it comfortable. This is my homage to him, right? Right. He's made it comfortable to be you. To be a black boy and have other interests outside of sports and hip hop. You get what I'm saying? If you want to yeah. go skateboard, if you want to be a fucking astronaut, if you want to be into science, Pharrell made that shit okay and still look like you can get girls and still, you know what I mean? Be the nigga like, oh, producing actually cool. This is what a producer looks like. Yeah. A producer can have all this. You know what I'm saying? He's a nigga and making a collabs. He was having super collabs. <laughs> Super collapse in a hairline, in a hairline, yeah. Found the youth. Did you have the ice creams? I feel like you had. I got them in there right now. That's my my oldest pair right now. Of course, the flips. Mm. Trey had billionaires, boys club, whatever. Trey had Trey everything. Yeah, like Trey. Trey, I (laughs) I got nerd tatted on me, bro. Oh man, yeah. Trey's all all the way in, man. Ten toes deep. All right. Uh, Favorite song. Favorite song. Uh, I don't know why it's playing over and over in my head, but fronting. It's not my favorite song, but that's the only it's one hard. I can think of right now. It's hard, though. It's I, hard. I, I am. Like, I can't, re- I can't live in a world that fronting don't exist. Yeah. Jerk. Mm. Uh, did he, did he, didn't he, did he do a lore? Yeah. A lore. Yeah. See, it's just crazy. Okay, oh, we're talking about like songs he produced. Oh man! Oh, oh, super... you mean like songs that he's on? Yeah, yeah. That's what oh I was doing. shit! Because um, produce, I might say like Super Thug, man. Like, yeah, I mean that's hard too. I mean, my popular demand. He's on that, right? 
Yeah. Yeah, he's just on the hook though. But yeah, I take it. <laughs> I mean, that's a thing. He doesn't never have like real crazy verses, right? He'll no. give like he'll create the the um the 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 the, the shit for the cadence of how they supposed yeah. to deliver it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And how he wants his song. Oh, um, I got one. No, I'm sorry. It's Mr. Me Too. That's my favorite. Hard. Oh, I yeah. love that song. Hard. I love that song. I love it even more now that I know it's a diss track, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Really? Oh, Wait, who's that diss track for? He's dissing, what's his name, right? Wayne. Yeah. Yeah, it's Wayne. Because they copy bait. It's every, yeah, everything like. Oh, I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about fucking oh, oh wait Pharrell? Yeah. I mean he's a part of it. He never got into the whole bait. I mean he never got into no, no, the whole no, no. Like, I, shit. I didn't realize was Pharrell was so, that's crazy. I didn't realize he was talking about him. I'm today this day old. I didn't realize that. Um for me, I'm gonna go with um Run to the Sun by NERD. Mm. Song just you know, Bossa Nova Rock. <laughs> Oh, nice. uh, no wonder. Nice. That's a good yeah. song, man. It's a great song. Um, <laughs> and we're back. Um, and then um, produced. Yeah. I you would say Boston over there. You could just bleep it. Nah, because I, I don't even want the, nobody. I don't even want niggas to know anything about me. Ray, uh, <laughs> <right>, yes. <laughs> um, uh, produce wise, I would say. I really like this song and it's probably left field. Lavish by Twister. She wants the lavish things yeah. across the world. If you look in the sky and be and me, trust me, you can believe it. <laughs> I can't rap like Twister, but I want that nigga in the verses. Him and Buster Rhymes would be great. Nah, absolutely. Would not. Not be, that would not be good at nah, all. No, I mean, actually. well, Buster smoked that nigga. You're right. Also, like no one wants yeah. to hear that shit for fucking four hours. Oh man! All right, man. I think I think we got it. That's a good episode right there. Shout out to Pharrell. Happy birthday to that man! Shout out to Rob Lopez, a producer. Thank you, Big Jer. Thank you, Black Trends and Black Opinions Matter. Please remember Patreon.com/slash Count the Things. Become a Patreon. We've got. Uh, the overflow episode that we promised you last week finally came up this week. Sorry about that. Uh, but it's there. Give it a listen. Enjoy it. Also, check us out on Stereo. Download the Stereo app. That's where we do our live shows where you can submit questions via voice notes and we answer them for you live. The next one we're doing is Thursday? Wednesday. Wednesday, right? Wednesday or Thursday? Fuck, keep fucking this up. When when do we do Trey? When do we usually do the stereos? Uh tomorrow and Wednesdays. Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Tuesdays and Wednesdays? Mm-hmm. Right. Well, it'll be on. If you follow us on stereo at Dardamine, at Trayvon, at everybody, uh you'll figure out because when we start, you get a notification lets you know that we're going live. So be sure to check that out. And uh, also just check out all of our sponsors, man. They're good people. They're giving you guys good deals. They help us out. If you want to support us, support them because that's how we get supported. Till next time, stay black, motherfuckers.